You are listening to the Become a Guitarist Today podcast with Adam Roach. Hey there, and welcome to episode number 109 with my guest today, Rhino, all the way from South Africa. So in this podcast, we talk about his new album called Howling Rush, and we find out about some of his influences and inspirations for writing the album. Now again, I'd like to thank my sponsors, Musician, who we actually talk about in this podcast as well, Custom Guitar Picks, and Living Music. So let's go over to the interview now with Rhino. Hi, Rhino. Hey, how's it going? How are you? I'm good, thanks yourself, man. Oh, very good. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, likewise. Uh, thank you for the opportunity, man. All right. How's it, how's cool. it going there in South Africa? Uh, it's a little bit hot today. I'm in Durban, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, all, all good. Yeah, Still at home, which is, is nice. Good to focus my music. So. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So you've got the the new the album, the Howling Rush. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So how long's that been out for? It's we we're pushing for a proper launch now. Um, it has been a, available a little bit earlier, but um, I, I did do like a pre-launch tour earlier in the year in February, in which there were just a couple of hard copies available. But yeah, obviously with all the disruptions from COVID nineteen and everything, it took a while to build up again. But yeah, um, yeah that's uh, we we're busy with a hard push now to try and get it out uh, properly and, and to the public. So yeah, just going back to the album now, so you got 10 tracks, and is it 10 guest artists, is that right? Uh, that's correct, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. it's a different artist each song, is it? Uh, not as such. Um, quite, a, quite a few of them repeats, uh, repeat through, throughout the album, particularly my two bandmates from the trio, mm. uh, that's Ashwin and, and Ron. Then there's another two guys that do repeat quite a bit as well, they're they former students of mine that I taught, and then... Um, just a couple, a couple of other artists that, that I met from numerous bands and stuff. Uh, there's one song that I do completely on my own. There. Yeah, they're just people that I've met uh, sort of through my solo, solo artist journeys, and yep. some of them are musicians I looked up to as a, a teenager. So wow. yeah, it goes way back with some of them. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. So which is a song that you did uh, by yourself? Uh, it's a song called Different Every Time. Yeah, that's uh, one that I do more. That that's my fingerstyle stuff, where I pretty much do everything on my own, so yep. running some bass lines and, mm. and melody parts and stuff. So yeah, yeah, more like modern fingerstyle vibes. So I can go back to track number one. So burdens. Yeah. Is that you doing the solo, or is that one of your guest artists? Yeah, the bur- burdens. Uh, all the guitar work is me. So the. The guest artist is a my bass player from the trio, the drummer. Mm. There's a bit of keys, uh, and then there's another bassist that just does a little bit in the beginning. Okay. Uh, that's uh, Sierra and Google. He, he's one of my students as well. Yep. Yeah, all, all the guitar work on that is, is me. Yeah. yeah. When I first listened to it, it reminded of like a bit of Pink Floydish, a bit, a bit of Santana oh, thrown in there of the, the tremolo picking and. Oh, thank you. That, yeah, that's a very very kind compliment. But um. The Pink Floyd side definitely will come through because, yeah, I'm a huge fan. Um, when I open up a bit more near the end, uh, that, that goes to a lot of different arts that I like. Uh, Santana, I suppose, is a good example as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, love, I love our tremolo picking. Yeah, that, that comes out quite a bit of my, my lead play. So, yeah. Number nine, is it 
how do you pronounce that? Is it Achilles? Uh, I think it's Achilles. Achilles, um, sorry. Uh, that that particular song, um, it was put together. I, I've got a, a artist endorsement with a boutique border that used to live in South Africa. is now based in Germany. Hmm. And my two guest artists there are also, they also represented, uh, represent AS Guitars. It's a, the same company. Okay. He named the song because <laughs> it was inspired by a song by uh, a band that I really loved called uh, Death. And Atlas, I think it's Latin, I think it is, for death. Oh. I, I pronounce it Atlas. I don't know if my pronunciation is correct, but yeah, yeah. Atlas, I suppose. So basically, all the acoustic guitar in that is, is me. And then um, we have in sections, uh, Craig Borrell, the one guest, he he does the first solo part. Then Ross taps in the second solo part. Yeah. And myself at the end, okay. uh, which you can probably pick up because it's got the double-handed tapping, which is my stuff, and the tremolo picking again, which comes to be quite strong. So. Yeah. Yeah, well, the, the three solo parts are actually are, are quite different from each other, which is quite lovely. Yeah, they are. And actually, that's another thing I wrote down here yeah. as well. So notice, yeah, that song, and also I think it was INS, where you can hear that uh, little tapping chord that you do. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, very, very fingerstyle based, but on electric. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ines is probably my favourite song. I perform it at every show, uh, yeah. whether with a solo or with the band. So yeah, is that something you taught yourself over the, the tapping? Yeah, uh, I, I, I have followed some stuff for it, but at that point when that was written, it was actually that that main not the tapping piece at the beginning, but the tapping piece at the end, hmm. where it sort of progressively picks up uh, pace and everything. That was actually written, I think, before I met my wife, which is like more than ten years ago. Okay, <laughs> and I. I've tried it in all sorts of different music and, and finally settled on it, yeah. That other tapping piece in the beginning was actually written after that. and So the song's been quite a journey. It's, it's always been a piece of music I really enjoyed. I think what, ins- what inspired that playing the most probably was, um, excuse me, what's the Steve Ice song? Um, he also does the, the double-handed tapping, but he goes overhand on the one side. Um, I think it's Building the Church, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's, anyway, it's an amazing piece of music, and it sounds like a keyboard, so yep. I, I think that's sort of what I was trying to get out of it myself. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I had a guest on, uh, I think it was last year. His name's uh, John Gom. Have you heard of him? Uh, no, I don't know him personally, but um, we do follow each other on Facebook, and I love John Gom. Uh, amazing. That dude is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> as far as my fingerstyle playing goes, he's probably my biggest inspiration. Oh, really? To be honest. Yeah, 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 love Drunker. Yeah, great guest happened on on your podcast. My word. Yeah, you know, actually, when he was on, we broke down his um his DVD instructional DVD, and we went over some oh, of the lessons, good. and that's it's incredible. Like I, I mean, I've been playing guitar for thirty five years. And I felt like I was starting all over again. Just the stuff he was doing. Was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. He's got a wonderful approach. I've also got my one acoustic. It's got the little scratch pad on from stuff that I picked up from him, and yeah. obviously the double handed tapping stuff and the Picasso stuff. Yeah, that, that guy's simply amazing. And he's a wonderful guy as well. Uh, we, we've chatted once or twice. And okay. Big, big time respect for him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's where it came out, like in that INS. That's where I heard that. And I thought, oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I think that's a song that also inspired a lot of my, my solo shows because like, I realized, like, well, okay, I can't do this sort of thing on my own. And, and yep. it sounds really nice on the acoustic. And yeah, that, yeah. that was, I think, the basis of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. And actually, talking about John Gom, going to the, the song Sparks. So now you've got more of the um, percussive acoustic piece. The 
there's also the video, music video available for that as well on my YouTube. Um, the guy that produced the album, he he put the video together for that. I think he did a great job as well. Especially had a lot of focus on the Picasso stuff in the video, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and he's also a guest artist on it. He goes under the area kid. That's just his uh, musical pseudonym. So, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so what does he do on that song? All the sort of, like, more dance vibes that are in there, like the, the little bit of synth and keys and stuff oh, there, okay. That uh, that's his contribution oh. musically towards it. Yeah. Yep. And now the last Ooh. song, again, got to ask you to pronounce this one. Is it Tuscan? Not- to my knowledge, it's a Zulu word. I pronounce it Sakani. That, that's as good a pronunciation as I can get. But it was named in the, the one place where I played, uh, which obviously majority Zulu um, population, and, and one of the guys named the song at that, that particular show. Um, right. So it's a very cool place. Uh, I've, I've had some fond memories and fond gigs and managed to build up a bit of a following. So it's a special song in a special place. So, yeah. yeah. And it's a great uh, fingerstyle yeah. piece as well. Put a lot of work into it. Um, the guy from my, my band that plays bass, uh, he actually plays sax on that song. And then I've got another guy playing bass, uh, which did uh, a little bass piece on Burdens. Wow. Quite, that was quite a big collaborative effort. A lot, lot of guests and yeah. uh, a lot of multi-tracking. That, uh, but yeah, it's, it's a fun song. I enjoy it, whether it's on my own, uh, together with the band. They've been sort of splits in half, like focus on the guitar in the beginning and then the sax later. So yeah. it's, it's got quite a lot of dynamic, I think. Yeah, yeah I was going to ask you about that. So I heard that and I thought, well, was it, I mean, it did sound real, but I wasn't sure if it was a keyboard or real, but it's definitely a real sax. That's a real sax. Yeah. A, a little bit of reverb as far as I know. I think he got it like, and he had a warm up take and then he belted it out uh, for the actual take. But we performed it live quite a few times. So he's yeah. got it pretty dialed in, but yeah, yeah. yeah he, he's a fantastic musician. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> you said like two years in the making. Is that right? About two years? Yeah, that, that's correct. Um, some of the songs are even older than that, but just, just to put this together, oh my word, it was. I did definitely have some sort of writer's block for a while, so I think once that lifted, it really started coming together nicely. But um, yeah. older tracks would be stuff like INS and, and Burdens and so on, but like stuff like Takani and all that, that, that kind of just bled out later, which yeah. was quite a nice process to go through yeah. when I finally kicked it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. So you are doing guitar lessons as well, aren't you, via Zoom? Uh, yeah, I've got it generally as Zoom, but I've, I've done some on Google Hangouts, uh, basically whatever is comfortable for people. Yeah. One of my students is from England. Uh, he's, he's progressing well. Yeah, the online lessons is a bit of a new thing. I actually started that during the lockdown, but I, I have taught people sort of out of that before, which I really love it. It's, it's actually something I enjoy. Yeah. I know you're a teacher yourself, obviously, yeah. so yeah, you, you can share with that. It's... It's quite a special thing, eh? Yeah, yeah. it is. If, if you've been teaching people in person, it, it feels a bit weird, but yeah, yeah. It, it does seem to translate quite well. Um, yep. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I use an app too called uh, Usician that works really well with teaching. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll check that out. Thank yeah, you. that's amazing. It's, um, yeah. it's got like a syllabus, like level one to ten, and you go through all the different levels and you know the kids play it. and It's like you know, follow the bouncing ball and you've got to get it right on time. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you get scored with the clarity and also the, the timing. So basically, oh. the better score you get, the the better player you are. Oh, that's quite interesting, actually. That's, yeah, yeah. that's pretty amazing. Yeah. 
what's your your plan from here then? So I know with the lockdown makes things a lot different. Like you can't really tour the album, but it's just more promoting it online. Oh, that's the thing. Uh, that's a big part of the reason why I got hold of David. Uh, you spoke about Robin earlier. I saw the amazing work that he's been doing for her. So I was like, uh, I've got to get someone on that level, you yeah. know. Um, and so, yeah, it's pretty much pushing the online side. And once restrictions lift and I can finally start gigging again, I really do want to start touring, especially around South Africa. I've done it a bit, but I need to get to more places. And if funds allow and opportunities come, I definitely like to get overseas to certain places. Australia yep. seems to have quite a wide interest in music. There's a lot of good music coming out from yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, obviously online, but I'd love to get playing again. I love performing. So. Yeah. All right. Thanks very much again. Hopefully yeah, thanks, man. And uh, please feel, feel free to keep in touch. I'll definitely yeah. keep following your stuff on Facebook and yep. follow the podcast. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Listen. No worries. All right. Thank you. Cool. All right. See you then. Okay. Keep on my friend. Yep, bye-bye. Okay, bye. Bye-bye.